Are you curious about what the best type of exercise for menopause is? Wondering if weight training during menopause is good? Maybe you're wondering about HIIT workouts. Well, today I'm going to be sharing my favorite types of exercise for perimenopause and menopause and beyond and the benefits of each. And these are exercises I do myself and these are exercises I share with my clients and my members. So I'm so glad that you guys are here today and I hope you guys take an action step after today. Hi friends and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, mama four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're gonna look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. Before we get started, I just wanted to read this review because I really appreciate everyone who's been writing reviews. I love reading them and seeing how this podcast is encouraging you. So it's titled Quick and Helpful. It says, the bison tips are so easy to implement as I consider what health over 40 looks like in my busy life of mine. So thankful for this quick and impactful dose of encouragement and wisdom. So, so grateful for that review. If you guys have listened to a couple episodes, please feel free to rate this podcast and leave a review just as a way to give me some feedback about how it's impacting your life. Give me some encouragement. And also, this just helps the podcast to grow and reach others. All right, so let's dive right into this topic today. So the first type of exercise I want to talk about is walking. And for me, most of the time, I don't consider this a form of exercise. I consider this in the movement bucket. So the difference between the movement bucket and exercise bucket is the movement is just walking around. Your heart rate isn't getting up. You're just doing steps around your house. It's sort of that 10,000 step goal we hear about. Exercise, on the other hand, is where your heart rate is getting up or your muscle is burning. So depending how you're doing walking, it can count as that movement bucket or exercise bucket. So in this sense, I'm going to talk it more about it in the movement bucket. So where it's not super hard, you're not out of breath from walking hard, you're not doing hills or anything like that. So walking can be a great way to add movement to your day. And when we add more movement to our day, we're boosting our metabolism. So we have this rate at which our body burns calories. And when we add more movement in there, we're increasing that rate and we're burning more calories. So this is really important because we are not meant to be in a sedentary society and that is really what we're in. Even my job, I am sitting most of the day so I have to be very intentional about getting up, getting movement in, walking around, walking further to go into the grocery store. Everything's so easy today. So really finding ways to get more movement in your day. And when you're walking, you're burning calories. So just imagine if you add 30 more minutes of walking in each day, and this isn't walking where you're out of breath, just walking, just general movement. Those calories are going to add up over time. The other great thing about walking is it can reduce your stress. So, so many times I go out on a walk outside and it really just helps to decrease stress. And when we can decrease stress in our body, that's going to put our body in a state 
that is more likely to lose weight. We're going to get those stress hormones like cortisol to come down and our body's not going to be fighting itself. It can also help with cravings. So imagine if you are having a sugar craving and instead of just stress eating and grabbing what's near, you go out for a walk. That walking can help to improve your mood. It can decrease your anxiety and your stress. So it can be a really great tool to have and something different to do. And walking is also great just to build a new habit. It can be a great way to get connected with others. I know I love going on a walk with friends and we recently moved a few months ago, but my friend Amanda and I, we will walk together and then pray together once a week. And it has been a really good routine. So we're getting out walking and talking and catching up, enjoying some fresh air, and then we pray together. And even though we are still really far apart from each other, we just do this on the phone now. So we get on the phone together and we walk and talk and we pray at the end. So really finding a way to incorporate it into your day and incorporate it as something positive, something enjoyable and fun. And then you can also add walking in as a type of exercise. So I do like every once in a while going on hikes or something where it's a little more hilly, a little more strenuous. So then it can turn into a form of exercise that can also be great. And I want you guys to keep in mind, you can lose weight without exercising. Now, of course, as a personal trainer here, I think exercise is important. It's important to build our muscle, especially as we age. But you can lose weight with changing your habits, your eating habits to something healthy and just by adding walking in. And one of my fellow health coaches, this is what she did and how she lost weight. She changed her nutrition to healthier habits and she just added walking in, no exercise, and she lost a lot of weight. So this is a really good starting place. The next type of exercise I want to talk about is HIT. And HIT stands for High Intensity Interval Training. So it has two I's in there. So this type of workout involves a short burst of exercise where you're really getting your heart rate up. You're sort of working your hardest, followed by a short rest. So a lot of times when I teach HIT, I might do 30 second interval, 30 second rest, but those ratios can be changed. So imagine yourself what this would look like. So you have 30 seconds of doing squats as hard as you can, and then you're resting for 30 seconds. So you're working hard, you're taking a rest. So this is what HIT training is about, and it's become more popular. There's a lot of science that has come out with HIT that has shown some really good results. So when you do a HIT workout, it's gonna trigger a metabolic response in your body. And so this leads to an increased metabolical rate even after your workout is over. And this is also what we'll see in strength training that I'm gonna talk about too. So you're having this elevated calorie burn for up to 24 hours after the workout. And HIIT training has really been found effective for weight loss. So in a study published in the Journal of Obesity, the participants who did HIIT lost more body fat and improve their insulin sensitivity compared to those who did the typical steady rate cardio. And there's been other studies that have found HIT has been effective in decreasing blood pressure, improving cholesterol, and even increasing your aerobic fitness. So even though you're working hard and taking rest, and you're taking a lot more rest than a typical cardio session, that aerobic fitness in your body is still improving. And I think we're just going to see more scientific studies coming out on the benefit of HIIT. 
And you don't have to do HIIT workouts long. So HIIT workouts should typically be on the shorter side. So when you tend to, if you Google HIIT workouts on YouTube, you're really going to find a mix. And sometimes you're really just going to find a cardio workout. So when you're doing a HIIT workout, you want to make sure that it's an actual HIIT workout with a work and a rest in there so that you're really alternating between the two to get the benefits. I like adding these workouts in with my private personal training clients. So they're a great way to have a quick workout. So most of the HIIT workouts that I have for my clients are about 10 to 15 minutes. Like, isn't that wonderful to know you don't have to exercise a lot? And I want you guys to just keep in mind when it comes to our metabolism and keeping our metabolism working well, we want to exercise a little and we want to move a lot. So this is where HIIT workouts and quick workouts are really key so that we're not exercising very long. So inside my Healthy for Life membership, I have my Fit Fusion program in there and it has HIIT workouts in there. And right now I am recording Fit Fusion 2. And again, I'm putting these HIIT workouts in there. I'm putting some compound strength workouts in there. So really scientifically based ways to work out quickly and effectively in what science is showing us that gets us the best results for weight loss and also for our metabolism. I just wanted to break here and tell you guys about my favorite green juice. So I have been loving Organifi's green juice. It is a superfood that I like to either add right into my smoothie or I mix half the green juice and half their red juice in water. Sometimes I add protein powder in there. My collagen protein mixes perfectly and it's a great way if I'm not having protein with my breakfast. And I have noticed a total change in my energy levels, especially with using the green juice. I can't tolerate caffeine, so this is a nice way to balance my energy levels, bring my energy up, but not in an overstimulating way. In the Organifi green juice, they have adaptogen herbs, and one of my favorite is ashwagandha, and this really helps your body with the physical and mental stress and gives you energy in a way that feels good. So if you guys are interested, there's a link down below, and you can also use the code HEALTHY20 to save 20% off a single order or 35% off a subscription, and they have a money-back guarantee. So there's no worries if you don't like it or it doesn't work out for you. So I hope that you guys check that out, and we'll head right back to our show. The next type of exercise that I want to talk about is strength training. And this is probably one of the most important, especially as we're getting older, because if we are not strength training, our muscle mass is going to decrease as we age. And we want to keep muscle on our body to keep our metabolic rate strong. So just like I was talking with HIT, we have our metabolic rate. So what our body burns at rest. And the more muscle tissue we have, the more calories we are going to burn nothing. And I don't know about you, but most people I think want to burn more calories when they're sitting around the house. So you can do this by putting on more muscle. And when you're strength training, you want to feel that muscle burn. You want to feel work because when you're feeling that burning, that means the muscle needs to break down and it needs to rebuild. And that's how we get stronger. That's how we put on muscle. And just like I was talking about with HIT, strength training also has the effect when you're done with it, your body is repairing and rebuilding and that takes energy. And so we're going to get that increased metabolic rate for up to 24 hours after our workout. So this is another huge benefit of strength training. So if we think of cardio, we're burning a lot of calories at once and then that calorie burn ends. 
So with strength training and HIIT, we're getting this calorie burn even after. So I know there are some people out there who think that you have to do cardio or you have to get super sweaty or work out super hard or super long to get a great workout. And you really don't have to. Sometimes that can actually stress your metabolism more and actually lower your metabolic rate. So strength training and HIIT can really be a win here. Another great thing about gaining muscle with strength training is that you get improved insulin sensitivity. So as you put on muscle, that muscle needs fuel and that can use the glucose that you're eating. So when you eat something and your blood sugar goes up, if you have muscle and more muscle, then the insulin can go to those cells and sort of use up that blood glucose. So it can also really help with insulin sensitivity and regulating our blood sugar. So I always encourage people to try to strength train a few times a week because we lose that muscle mass pretty quickly. So we want to make sure that we are gaining that muscle and that we are keeping that muscle on our body. And we want to hit all those major muscle groups. So when I design workouts for my clients, we are going to work all those major muscle groups a few times a week so that they're gaining strength, they're retaining their muscle mass, and hopefully they're even gaining more muscle strength. So pretty much across the board with my personal training clients, when my clients start doing strength training, they're feeling stronger, they're noticing tone in their arms and legs, and even one of my clients told me recently that her massage therapist noticed that the tone in her body was changing, that she was stronger and putting on more muscle. So this can really be key. And if you guys are interested in working out, I have a free five-day exercise challenge so the link will be down below and it has strength training in there and yoga that has strength training in it. So it's a really great way to get started. It's 15 minutes each day. So it's nice and quick. It's beginner friendly. So I hope you guys check that out and get committed. Get started. You know, a lot of us just sort of get stuck and we don't know where to start. So this gives you something to start with. My exercise teach you how to actually exercise correctly. So you're learning the correct form which is really key in preventing injury. So make sure you guys check that out down below. And the last type of exercise I wanna talk about is yoga. This is also another one of my favorites. So yoga is a great exercise that incorporates so many things. You can work on it to build your strength, your balance, your flexibility, helps to reduce stress when you're doing deep breathing throughout it. It's really a great workout that can encompass so many things. And especially when you are getting into perimenopause and menopause, you really want to work on decreasing stress because the more stress you have, the more stress hormones in your body, cortisol, and that can really help you resist losing weight. So it gets really important to lower your stress. And what better way to do it is to exercise and get so many things done in one. I really got into yoga myself about 12 years ago when my husband had a year deployment and we ended up getting pregnant and having a baby in the middle of his year deployment. So it was a very stressful time. It was very stressful finding out when that was happening. And then we also had some other things in our family that were really hard at the same time too. But I clung to this verse while he was gone, Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I really clung to that verse. I really grew in my faith, but I also used yoga as a tool to move my body and to release my stress, to do lots of deep breathing and really calm my nervous system. So I always tend to go back to yoga 
and really go back to it as a meaning doing more of it when I'm stressed because I usually do yoga every week. But recently when we moved across country, it was really stressful and I went back to doing more walks outside and to doing yoga. So there's these different seasons I might focus on a little more of one exercise to the other. So depending on the type of yoga you do, if you're doing yoga for strength training, you should feel your muscles burning. Again, just like I said in the strength training, when you feel that muscle burn, that's where that breakdown and that rebuild of that muscle is going to come. That's when you're going to get that after effect of still burning calories, even when you're done working out. So again, with yoga, you're going to be able to reduce your stress because you're doing that deep breathing, because you're doing something calming. And also when we stretch our muscles, that can be really calming to our nervous system. Depending on the stretch, we can sort of stimulate our vagus nerve, which stimulates bringing down our stress response. And really getting into a regular practice with yoga can help you to develop healthy habits. It can help you to shift your mindset and really look at things differently and let go of some stress that you're having. So I hope that you guys found this helpful. So just as a quick review, you want to make sure that you're getting enough movement and that you're getting enough steps in throughout your day. And then you want to make sure that you're adding in some strength training. So that can be resistance or weight training. That can be through yoga. And also adding some hit in there is a good way to get somewhat of a cardio workout, but really in a short burst way that is better for our metabolism than just cardio. So I hope that you guys just aren't listening to this day. I hope that you actually change what you're doing, that you create a new habit, that you take some action. And I want you guys to keep it small. So pick one thing that you want to get your focus on and start there. And if you guys need any help or you're not sure where to start, feel free to set up a free health coaching call with me. You'll find my link down below. We can sort of chat through. Maybe you're having some aches and pains and you're not sure how you can get started exercising and you don't want to increase your pain. I would love to chat with you and help piece some of this together. Friends, I hope this episode inspired you to take one more step forward in your health. I would love it if you could share this podcast so we can have a bigger impact on even more lives. Just take a picture of this episode and share it on social media or with a friend and tag me. It's hard to be healthy in a culture that is surrounded by fast food and sugar. So be part of my free health community and join my private Facebook group. The link is down below. Being healthy can be hard, but with the right tools and support, you can do this.